This episode of the Mortgage Marketing Podcast, we're going to be looking at three pricing rules that mortgage brokers should follow. We're going to be breaking these down because pricing rules are a funny one. Pricing is something that we as mortgage, as brokers struggle to get their heads around. And so we're going to be breaking it down. These are three things that you should not, in my opinion, deviate from. We're going to be doing it right now. You're listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland. The show that helps mortgage brokers create impact and income by mastering content marketing. Let's dive straight into it. So let's first of all look at what is a pricing rule and the three pricing rules we're going to break down. So a pricing rule is something that you set to yourself. It means that once you set that rule, nothing else, you don't deviate from that rule, it's done. Okay. And that is a pricing rule. And this is something that I myself in my own business have set many, many times. And the reason why I do this is because I get very, very confused when there's multiple different pricing options and I need to know where I'm playing from in regards to my business. And so I can have a much more honest and open conversation with my clients. And that is why pricing rules are very important. The amount of brokers I speak to who don't have pricing rules because, and it's not nothing bad, it's just what it is, is that they, they've been taught, you know, any business is good business. And, th- and so because of that, they end up causing themselves a ton of stress. And so that's what we're going to be unpacking in this episode. So let's dive straight into the very first pricing rule that we have. So the first pricing rule is do not give your existing clients cheaper deals. So this might seem counterintuitive. You might be tuning out now and go, Ash, that's ridiculous. They've supported me. That's fine. The problem is when you give your your existing clients cheaper deals, it's very hard for you to grow your income. If you think that the most of the time as brokers, and this applies to nearly every business model, your repeat clients are where you make your money. So if you reduce the amount of money that you make from a repeat client who is one bought into you and two, you know, like and two is going to come back again and again, then you're you're already missing out because it's not, it's, you know, it's just, it's bizarre. So realistically, don't be saying to a client and I've fallen down this trap many times. I've said to clients, you know, in the past, who's like, you know, when you work with me, our price will never go up again. That's bad stuff to do. Do not give them cheaper deals. Do not lock in your prices for a specific time. You see this happen by the way with Connell's, they did the lifetime fee in the UK, you know, they did the lifetime mortgage broker fee. And when I was at Connell's, that was a problem. They found that big issue. They they were making no money because existing clients, we were were targeted on trying to get new clients, not existing clients. That's not a good thing. And especially if you're a solo broker, you want to be focusing on existing clients. They're going to be where the value is. It's that. So don't give them a cheaper deal and just have that factored in. Don't give them more expensive deal. Just give them the deal that is at that point. So that, you know, and they're aware of it. One of the pricing rules I would follow with this type of thing with with existing clients is I would always say, and I like this when I say this to clients, is having a £100 fee increase at the beginning of every financial year and telling every single person throughout the year, this is my fee, this is how it works, but... And you know, and every financial year is increased by a hundred pound or is increased by fifty pounds, whatever it may be. You can decide to do that. And that way, you're just rising your prices up for existing clients as well. They know that's the case. They've been told that's the case. It's fine. People aren't bothered about the money they pay. They're bothered more about the transparency you give them. The next one is charge the same for 
remortgage. So I get this often. In fact, I see it all the time. And this is people say, Ash, like we'll, we'll, we'll work on fee structures. Okay. Let's say we'll work on fee structures with clients. And then they'll go, Ash, what, well, what about my remortgage clients? And this is a funny one because the problem with remortgage is that you believe the, the, the general consensus is it's less work, which is not true. And this is why they charge that. It's less work, so we charge less. No, it's actually not true at all. Like, like, and that's why I'm going to unpack this for you a little bit in this episode. Think about this. It's absolutely not true whatsoever. Your job is a broker. Your job is a broker, mortgage broker. If someone needs a mortgage, your job is to get them the mortgage, to do the research, to find the lender, to do all of the stuff that's required. That's your job. All right? It's making sense. But, and then your job is to get it, you know, through valuation and, and into an offer, mortgage offer, and then complete. Now, the reality is you, once your job has been, once the mortgage has been offered, your job is done. And that's up to them then as to whether they complete on it or not. Realistically, I know there's, okay, you're going to get people go, no, but, but realistically, it's up to them. And so the thing to remember with this is whether they buy a house or they do a remortgage, you actually do the same work. But because the process is bigger and harder for the client, because they have solicitors, more like solicitors to deal with, they've got state agents to deal with selling their house, they're having more work, but you yourself, it is more complex for them, but it's not more complex for you. And so, and oftentimes people do this because they they like, well, it's a remo. It's the same thing. So don't fall down that trap. And and it's crazy. Like, don't think that because the client is doing, if they say, oh, well, what about for a remo? Well, what about for a remo? That's the same thing. It's the same amount of work. I still have to do the same thing. I have to do the same job. PTs are a funny one. That's your decision. Charge them. Don't charge them. I have clients who charge full price for a PT. You know, I think it, it's up to you. Um, I don't have a kind of a, a feeling on it either way, um, personally. So it's not in here. But like for remortgage specifically, like there should just be a flat fee in my opinion. Like unless and, and like and it should be like you know broken. However you want to do your fee structure, but apply it to everything. Apply it to everything. Don't think that remortgages are cheaper because all you're doing actually is falling into number one, which is existing clients get a cheaper deal. That's all you're doing. Oh, well, existing clients, they get this cheaper deal or, oh, well, if you're an existing client, you do a remortgage, it's cheaper. It's the same thing. Don't do that. You are hammering your income. And then those same brokers will moan and go, I'm not making any money. That's not what you want. You really need to make sure that you do, you focus on pricing rules that you but your business can follow. And the third one is discount very rarely and for a very good reason. So discount or completely remove fee very rarely, <clears throat> very, very rarely, and for a very good reason. So what do I mean by this? First of all, don't just throw a discount or, or don't just like, oh, I'll knock 100 quid off my fee or I won't charge a fee because someone's kicked off. Show them the door and tell them to piss off. Like that is literally where it should be. You don't want to be focusing on trying to bring in customers who don't value you because you're going to fight them year, month and month and year and year and as they become clients. Don't do that. But discounts are, there are worlds and scenarios where discounts are completely viable. And, but again, it's pricing rules. So discounts, you might have friends and family discounts. Now, personally, I would very much reserve you can have friend and family, but I would pretty much reserve it to family. 
um, if it was me. So I'd have family. And then you've got like your close, close friends. So you just do, I just do family discount. You can bring your close friends into that if you want to, but be careful because at this time, and you will know this as brokers right now with what's going on with, with what's going on right now, people will be discounting. People will be, everyone is a friend with a mortgage broker right now because they need it sorted. Don't discount for the, and I found this when I was, when I was a, a broker, um, what was happening was I, um, I live in a local village, a small little village. Everybody knows me. My mum was the local dance teachers. I taught dance here. My dad was on the parish council. Like everybody knew us. And so, and then my godparents owned the garage and everybody knows us. So it quite quickly became clear that it was like, everyone was like somehow connected to me. And it got to the point where it was like, yeah, no, no discounts on anybody because you, and it's only literally like my sister, <laughs> my sister, my parents, done. That's it. Like no one else. Um, I, I didn't. And, I, and the reason why that's important is otherwise you will form the same scenario, especially if you're doing local and people know you, well, it's little Johnny's best friends. No, don't do that. You're not a charity. And especially right now you need to focus on being, you know, like maximizing your income realistically because of, because of economic downturns, you need to look at maximizing your income and not focusing on being someone else's support group. It's really, really important. And the, the discount for good reason. So I work with clients who sometimes we will discount for like, um, NHS. We might discount for, um, for police officers, uh, military. We might, you know, uh, discount for somebody if they do a video testimonial. So we discount for good reason and they're part of the pricing rule. So it's literally like, you know, it might be like the fee is four four nine nine, but if you do a video testimonial, it is, you know, then it'll be three nine nine. Um, and we will refund you the hundred pounds on receipt of the video testimonial. So it's four nine nine, but if you do as a video testimonial, we'll give you a hundred pound. Or we'll give you a hundred pound Amazon voucher. Or whatever, you know. And then what and that's how you can discount it that way. And then the same with the with the other one, which is the with the with the services, you know, make that. Look, we charge four nine nine, but for first responders, um, for NHS, we charge two nine nine. And then if someone says, Well, you know, the reason why it's very clear then is if someone else comes along and is like, Oh, well, what I want to be what I want two nine nine. You're not a first responder, you're not they won't do that because because those those things are very clear. So it's focusing on that. Your discount rules should be very clear. I like the idea of first responders. And so I get that, uh, you know, these guys are, are, are heroes. And so to support, you know, first responders, NHS, these guys are heroes. And so for that, it makes complete sense. And it's a really good marketing tool because it's like, this is what we offer. So those are the things to think about. Pardon the interruption, but we wanted to make sure that you follow Ash on Instagram for exclusive and behind-the-scenes content. Now, back to the show. So really, just an episode takeaway from this episode really is when it comes to pricing, you need to have be active in, in it and setting these rules. I've spoke about pricing rules so many times in other episodes, and I wanted to do an episode that breaks it down. And so you understand the type of mindset that I'm going through when I talk about pricing rules. Very important that you set them. If you don't set them, it's very much going to be the tail wagging the dog as opposed to the dog wagging the tail. And that's not what you want. So sit down with yourself, sit down and go, okay, what am I going to charge? 
What do I feel is reasonable? What do I feel is reasonable for my value? What are the non-negotiables? What are the, the discounted rules? Where can I put, you know, like, just think about it. Instead of being reactive and going, I need that piece of business or my favorite one. That's a million pound mortgage. That's a hundred pound mortgage. That's a, a two grand prop fee. Don't fall down that because you are going to be the tail wagging the dog. And all that happens is you never learn good habits. It's no different than me. Every day I work out and every day I'm on that, I'm on a cross trainer, an elliptical trainer, and I do it for 30 minutes. And 10 minutes in, I hate it, but I've got to do it because it's 30 minutes. I have to do it. And that is the same thing with this. You might want that two grand proc, but you've got to you've got to start with the right fee in front of you. You've got to do it because if you don't do it, you'll pay for it later on. Just like if I don't do it, my health will pay for it later on. It's exactly the same thing. You've been listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland. If you've enjoyed the show, then be sure to leave a review and share it with a friend right now. 